The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignani. Chris, I want to give a thank you to the Media Captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain is a big-time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit themediacaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's TheMediaCaptain.com, Twitter account, at TheMediaCaptain. Buddy, the first preseason game is uh, three nights away. I, I'm, I can't believe it. It's 72 hours until we see the G-Men in their first real test, even though it's the first game. It's, it's still yeah. a test. So, Yeah, it's going to be nice seeing some live action, man, against another team. Everybody's starting to get a little uh, played out now in camp. You can feel it. You know, the plays. The, Thomason talked about it today. We're anxious to play another team, hit another, you know, hit – Hit some strangers, so to so to speak, you know, and um, get this thing going, man. Here we are, three days away. Are you, are you seeing more fights lately, or no? I'm just because that usually that that typically tends to happen later on in camps. Yeah, no, there hasn't been there hasn't been fights at all. There was just one little thing. Oh, what day was it? Saturday, where Corey Ballantin hit T.J. Oh, yeah. Jones on a slant. He kind of threw his shoulder into him and knocked him down, and. Both sides got together. There was some yapping back and forth, but no, nothing like uh, nothing that you usually see in camp. You know, and it's every there's no hitting. You know, there's right. no hitting. Right. You know, and you you know years ago when they were hitting and they started getting to six, seven, eight day camp, you know, people were getting on each other's nerves. You don't really see that much anymore. You know, I was gonna wait to talk about him, but you mentioned his name already, uh, Corey Ballantin. Talk about, um, I mean, it, it seems every beat writer is gushing over him, and you in particular have tweeted about yeah. him at least 30 times over the last three practices. And yeah. that's one guy that we've, uh, we're all pulling for. Um, but it, it's very rare when you get a sixth-round pick from mm. a, what is it, Division One AA? Is that it? Or, or Division, Division two? two? Yeah, Division Two. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden he's making the jump, at least in practice, and, and looking like he can, uh, you know, not only contribute, but be a factor on the defense jerry i have to be honest with you but um i talked about this before very skeptical of division two talent sure. making the next step yep. you watch this kid that's why he's one of, he's gonna be one of those kids that you really want to focus on thursday night to see how he does against you know opponents now right against the opposition yeah. um because the way he's playing in camp jerry it's janoris jenkins deandre baker and then if something happens to one of those two guys, Ballantin steps in for them. He's a, is he ahead of Beal? No question. Is he ahead of Beal? 
He's ahead of Bill's behind the eight ball, man. That's crazy. Bill, I know Bill he hurt, hurt his hamstring last week. Yeah. He hurt his hamstring last week, and guess what? It's next man up, and Ballantin's the next man up. Yeah, I mean, and he's I, played you were it. high on Bill at the start, and then he, he just can't get yeah. back on the field. Yeah, he's been hurt, and now he's behind. He's not going nowhere, don't get me wrong, but yeah. he's behind. You know, he's he's fallen behind. Yeah. Okay? Um, Ballantin has taken advantage of reps, and the kid, you know, has looked phenomenal. He's all business, Jerry. He's all football. The kid's quiet. Of course, we all know what happened to him in his personal life. Okay? He's not out there to make friends. Yeah. He's out there to play football. And that's why, you know, the other day in Saturday, you know, uh, TJ Jones caught a slant on him and Ballantin wasn't happy. Somebody caught a pass on him, gave him a shoulder, knocked him on his butt. Yeah. And you know what? I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, you want, him, you want him playing with an edge. I want football plays like that. Yeah. And this kid has made – he's he, he has three interceptions in camp. Two of them, you know, uh, excellent plays. Yeah. You know, leaping back and all in the corner of the end zone and all that. All right. And here's a kid, man, that went, you know, he, he went to Washburn, right? Yep. And nobody really knew what you had. It's a sixth round draft pick. And, 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 ten, I can't and 10 people in the country may have even heard of Washburn before he was drafted. Right. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see this kid in the preseason. Yeah. I had him as a practice squad player before the camp. Now I have him as a third corner. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, I so, mean, is, is he inter- – like, are they interchanging him in the slot or on the on the outside? Like, yeah, he's they been on the him? outside. No, he's yeah. been on the outside with the twos. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's been Haley and Love and, you know, they've been in the slot and all that. And um, and Love's been well, – lo- actually, Love's been all over. You know, yeah, I was going to say Love, they're putting at safety too, right? Yeah, Love's mm-hmm. been at the twos at free safety. He's playing in a slot. He's playing on the outside. Balancing's been on the outside. You know, he's had a few snaps in the slot, you know, all that. But no, it's basically on the outside, you know, and he's really played well. And you got to root for the young, you got to root for the young man, man, with everything he's been through. And I let, listen, Jerry, when was the last time Jerry Reese hit on a sixth round pick? Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I, I, uh, uh, no idea. Yeah, what? What? Yeah, that's what I thought. No idea, right? None. Zero. I mean, when the hell, he, when that, the hell did Reese hit on a sixth round pick? On my Bradshaw was the seventh, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. That was the last yeah. one. And, and you know what, Jerry? Uh, Bradshaw had a lot of red flags on him coming out of college. He taught, he sort of like winged a flyer on him, okay? And he worked out yeah. a little bit. He worked out for a few years, no doubt about it, Yeah. right? But 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 this Gettleman draft pick wasn't – this kid didn't drop because he had flags on him. Gettleman scouted him. They, the scouts came up with this kid. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. You know, if Bradshaw didn't have those flags on him in college, he would have been a high draft pick in the higher rounds, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, while it was nice that Reese took a flyer on him and he worked out, okay – but it wasn't like it was a scouting department said, oh, yeah, look at this. We could find this, you know, diamond in the rough here. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, he, I mean, he's looked really good. Um, very happy to see it. Uh, the, all the young kids, but now they get to play against other receivers, you know, and we'll see what happens now. Now it's a different story. So, yeah. I, is Sean Chandler the odd man out at safety? Cause I don't think he's making a team, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's making a team. It's a nice story last year, and I noticed he was yeah. the one beat on Paul Perkins, the bomb that Jones threw to Perkins. He was one of the guys beat deep. You can't get beat by a running back deep like that if you're a safety, I would imagine. Um, but you, know, you just haven't heard his name at all mentioned, man. No one is talking about him. Yeah, he's been with the threes yeah. at safety. You know, and uh, I don't expect him. You know, love playing safety now. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I don't, you know, they're obviously grooming him uh, if needed back there, and um, I don't expect Jalen to make the squad. I don't love the 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 potential in the backfield, man. And you you said it; they lined up two two seven. That's that's going to be a lot of fun, especially on third down. I mean, I know you're only, you know, you're not rushing too many, but then again, Betcher may bring a corner on a blitz. Um, but that just seems like an exotic Belichick type of a defense. Yeah, Betcher broke it out there today, and you know he was showing it to Daniel Jones. Yeah, um, and I'm happy. Yeah. Let Jones look at. You. Listen, the Giants play. You know, Greg Greg Williams Thursday night. Um, now he's gonna. You know Williams. He's gonna. Yeah. He likes. Yeah. He likes to be aggressive. Yeah. I think he's gonna have fun with the young kid. Yeah. When he's in, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna blitz the crap out of him. People are like, well, they play the Jets. Yeah, they play the Jets, but it's really not to November. I'm sure he's not gonna show everything because he's not gonna show they play anything the Jets. Eli. You know, um, I would think so. A lot of things change between September and November. You know, as far as everything, but um, Greg Williams likes to have fun like that. I could see him sending a lot of different looks at Daniel Jones, which to me, Jerry, is very good. I'm happy. Let Jones see these different looks. Right. Yep. I, I don't want Williams. I don't want Greg Williams to sit back and rush four guys. That's it, and and not show anything. I want him to show different things. Yeah. So Jones could kind of learn on the fly. About the preseason game, and, and not to get off topic, but <clears throat> do you get the sense that? And then Jeff fans get mad when I say this. But do you get the sense with a new coach, Darnold, and the fact that you know the Giants are coming off a bad season as well, that. Williams will they'll they'll kind of go all out um, early on. I know they won't show them everything, but I know when like Rex Ryan was there, he wanted to win these games. He wanted to, to be he didn't want to be the little brother in New York. Yeah. And you know when the Yankees play the Mets in the Subway Series, everybody always says, "Well, it means more to the Mets because the Yankees are the Yankees." I mean, do you, do you think the preseason means anything to the Jets anymore? I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is Gase's first preseason game. Yeah. You know, like you said. When Rex, see Todd Bowles, I never really got that impression. No, he didn't. You know, right? Uh, Rex Ryan, yeah, Rex Ryan played it like it was a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know. Um, and you know what? Uh, like you said, this the- is the first game, not the third anymore. So yeah, it's well, it's the first game. Uh, I don't know how Adam Gase is going to play it. You know, I'm sure he wants to show that aggressiveness and his whole act, you know, and this and that. But as far as like, is he, you know, the one to beat the Giants that bad? I don't know. I I really don't know yet. This is Gase's first go around, uh, first rodeo with the, with the, in this game. So, yeah. uh, we'll see. You know. You know what? I tell you what, bud. Um, Eli, I'm sure. I'm sure Sam Donald's going to get a series. Yeah. Um. So let Betcha show some things there. Let Betcha be aggressive with him. Yeah. You know. I mean, both um, fan bases and both coaches should be smart enough to know that the real game matters later in the season. Um, this one is just let's just see the young guys play and get them some time and get them some experience, but. Yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how both of these coaches played and how long they play. And um, I, I mean, do you have a sense of from Shermer yet how long Eli's going to play? Nope, Shermer yeah. won't even answer it. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll be X tomorrow. He'll be X tomorrow. He'll be like, "Oh, we'll see," yeah. like he did last year. Yeah, Mr. You know? CIA. Yeah, uh, he just won't answer t- stuff like that. You know, uh, that's the way Shermer is. So you, you're not going to get a feel. I would imagine. I don't recall Jerry last year the first preseason game. I think Eli played right a couple of series or one yeah. series. Yeah. So I'm sure Sherman will do the same thing, you know. It was um, against um, it was against Cleveland, right? Uh, Last year. Yes, yeah. yes, right. That was our home against Cleveland, right? Yeah. And um, I think Eli played right one or two series, if I remember right. 
Cleveland or Cincinnati? I'd have to look. No, I think it was Cleveland. Okay. I think you're right. I think it was Cleveland. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. You're not really going to get an answer out of Sherman. Everything's going to be like, oh, we'll see. We'll see how we play it out. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, I would suspect Eli will play. If they score, um, he's going he's gonna to come out pretty quickly, I, w- I would think. I, I, there's no point in leaving a man after. I mean, Eli never looks good in preseason. Apologies to Lisa and Ben. Uh, but this is not a shot. But even in his 2011 best season, I mean, there was a game against the Jets where it was like, wow, is he just he's just tossing the ball up. Like, he looked like com- someone who com- was completely disinterested. Last year, I actually thought he looked very good in preseason, was rolling out, and you could see what Sherman yeah. was working with. Um, I would imagine, mm-hmm. man, I, I think if, if they score on the first drive, which something they never do in preseason, but if they did, mm-hmm. I think the first scoring drive, whether it's first series, second series, you, you take him the hell out of there. Yeah, I don't expect it to see. I, I expect to see him two top, two series tops. You know, I, I expect one and out. If he's horrific in the first series, maybe he stays. You know. Yeah. That's what that's what I expect. And, and I just to let you know, Jerry, uh, we are now what fifteen minutes in the podcast, and 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 you already took a shot at somebody. <laughs> oh, Eli. You know, you took a shot at Lisa and Ben right off the bat. No, I'm, Fifteen I'm a, minutes and no, it didn't take. Usually, you won't, usually you warm up in a bullpen, you know, before you start blasting people. But I see this one; you come right out of the no, gate. Oh, that's wrong. That was a preemptive apology. That's oh, all. all right. I didn't want Lisa to get mad or Ben. Oh, she's had it with you. I think she's had enough of you anyway. So uh, go ahead. Maybe I don't think so. But but as far as I tell you what, Jerry, as far as Eli, eh, it looks like he's disinterested out there. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. That's not going to happen Thursday night, my friend. Yeah, good. Eli is very interested now. He's very interested now. Yeah, yes, because he has competition. Yeah, because uh, Mr. Jones is behind him. So yeah. Eli's not going to go out there and go through the motions now. Now, in an effort to get in the good graces of the Eli fans, and I am one of them, I want him to do well, but um, all you keep talking about and tweeting about is how good his arm looks. Um, we talked mm-hmm. about Al Leiter working with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess none of that, let, has, none of that has changed let, over the last few practices. He's looked even better. Yep. I mean, listen, I've talked to players about it. Coaches have said it. Um, you know, uh, he's got an extra zip on his ball. There's no question about it. Now, we'll see how long it lasts. Of course, that doesn't mean he could complete passes when a, when a team's blitzing him. But, yeah. you know, but, but his arm has definitely, definitely improved. There's no question about it. Um, the Al Leiter's co- the, the coach at Al Leiter, the strength and cr- conditioning coach at Al yeah. Leiter recommended, definitely has helped Eli. There's no question about it. I was talking to Benny Fowler about it the other day. And Fowler said, without question, he's got more zip on his ball this year. You nice. know, Hal appeals. I mean, these guys, you, you talk to these guys, they've all said it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you see it, man. You, you, you know, if, you, if anybody actually has a pulse standing on the sideline, uh, if you can't see it, then I suggest maybe you, you know you go cover another sport because then you because you're blind, you know. Yeah. So no question, no question about it, Jerry. He's got more zip on the ball, and you'll see it Thursday night. Uh, one, of other, one of the Hopefully. other guys in the secondary <laughs> that we didn't talk about uh, commented on Manning in practice and said he gets on his nerves because he's seen everything and there's nothing he can disguise to fool mm-hmm. him. Uh, mm-hmm. It was Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to bash Landon Collins because he's gone but are you seeing how much faster Peppers is like I know we'll miss Collins's aggressiveness at the line of scrimmage his tackling ability was awesome um but Peppers you know the, the what I'm hearing and what you're seeing probably is Peppers is very fast very active kind of all over the field 
Um, yeah. Do you think that will be an upgrade over Collins, or is it too soon to, to even guess that? That's too soon. Okay. It's, it's too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, listen, Jerry, like I said uh, in previous podcasts, we talked about it before. I don't think you, Giant fans or anybody watching the games is going to sit there and say, man, we really miss Landon Collins. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen one iota this year. Now, let's see how Jabril plays as far as let's get four or five games in a season, Jerry, before we could say, hey, what an upgrade he is over Landon. Yeah. You know? Yep. So. Um, as far as the pass rush, now you, you did, a, did a column on Lorenzo Carter. And uh, mm. that's uh, we're printing our next um, Giant Insider guy Sunday night. So for those of you who subscribe, you'll get it uh, mid next week. Chris did a piece on Lorenzo Carter and got a lot of quotes from Shermer, uh, Betcher, other guys on the defense about his play. That's another thing to be excited about, obviously. And yeah. you, you talked about the interception he made, and that's what everybody's kind of gushing over. Lorenzo Carter knows what he's doing this year. In addition to the, the, the weight he's added and still being just as fast, he's not running around like the chicken without a head right now. No, no, he has a system down pat, man. He, uh, when you have the system down pat, you uh, when you have the system down pat, you play faster, Jerry. Yeah. You know, and he looks like in practice, he looks faster. Now we'll see when they start playing games, but, um, I don't think there's any question. Uh, obviously, no, obviously, you know, the fans have not seen these players yet. Right. And you're going to see him Thursday night, but you'll see a noticeable. He's bulked up, you know, he got bigger, uh, no question about it. He got bigger and he, he seems to be a bit faster. And he seems to know exactly what he's doing on the field and in rushing the passer. He seems to have a game plan, which, you know, you, you'll see, you know, you will talk about in the article a little bit, anything like that. Betcha talked about it too, right? Yep. So um, I expect real good things out of Carter this year. Uh, I think the fans, when they see him Thursday night uh, for the few series, he'll be out there. Um, I think you're going to see, you know, I think some people are going to be like, Man, he got bigger. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he gained 12 pounds, Jerry. Yeah, and, 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 you, and you, said, you said he's not any slower because of it. No. No. Uh, not 12 pounds of eating yodels, you know? <laughs> it's, 12 pounds, it's, 12, it's 12 pounds. It's 12 pounds of muscle. You know what I mean? <laughs> eating yodels. Nice. It's not, you know, Jerry, he's not like me, 9 o'clock at night, eating double stuff is like, like a buffoon, you know? Yeah. It's 12 pounds of muscle, you know? And yeah. um yeah, I, I, he, yeah, it's, it's noticeable. No, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just saying offensive linemen have been saying it too that he's gotten stronger too, you know. So No, you said Yodels, I got distracted. I started thinking of ring dings and tasty cakes and things like that. So. Right. Right. Like, buffo- like like buffoons like us, we stuff it in our face every two seconds because we're buffoons. Right, right. 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 Lorenzo Yes. Yeah. Lorenzo Carter is eating, you know, good food and working out and putting twelve pounds of muscle on. You know, uh, uh, as opposed to us, we're just, you know, 12 pounds of buffoonness on us. You know? Right. 12 pounds of just pure fat. Yes. Right. Um, exactly. By the way, the, the best tweet of the day was from Glenn Jones at Glenn Altair showing somebody in like a some kind of catapult flying off of a cliff. And it said actual footage of Chris making <laughs> roster cuts. Hashtag launched. <laughs> I'm going to retweet it now uh, so you guys see it because it's hilarious. Um <laughs> yeah, that was the. I had to call that one out. I'm like, I gotta call this out on tonight's podcast. That is the tweet of the day. Yeah, that was a classic tweet. Oh my god, that was so funny. He might he might be up for those tickets, Jerry. You're gonna give away. 
Yes, yes. We have uh, training camp tickets to give away. Uh, we'll talk about it on Thursday's podcast. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, but uh, actually, uh, I guess we go. I guess the Friday podcast now, the game is Thursday night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll do it on Friday. Good point. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, you're on your game. Um, anyone else on defense that's kind of jumping out at you that, that maybe not one of the usual suspects? Or I mean, it could be somebody that we're expecting a lot of. I know you're not going to name Kareem Martin. But uh, anyone else that, that's jumping no. out that, that you're kind of excited about? Uh, uh, besides the obvious, like, like Dexter Lawrence? Yeah, besides like Dexter Lawrence and um, BJ no, not no, not really. No. Um, <laughs> oh well. I'm trying to think. There's somebody that's really sticking out. Connolly. Um, yeah, and he's not really sticking out. No, yeah. he's not really sticking out. Um, Goodson is falling behind, though. You know, he's been out with the hamstring. Yeah. And he came back, but you know, he's in a battle for his life. Jerry. To me, yeah, he better have a real good preseason in these yeah. games because he could be in a battle for a roster spot, Jerry. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I, the, the the purge of Jerry Reese is almost complete. Uh, <laughs> you still have Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard, but I'm trying to think of who else. Um, that's notable, right? Right. Uh, from those years, I mean, my God, he, he's gotten rid of everybody. And B.J. Goodson is another hamstring away from, okay, goodbye. And we have Tay Davis and Connolly now, so we're going to go with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, Davis has been with the ones, and they want him to win the job. Connolly's been, you know, coming up, too, you know, so – Goodson better have some – he better have a, a good preseason and a good, solid rest of the camp, Jerry, because he could be in trouble, I'm telling you. Another guy you said plays with an attitude, DeAndre Baker. Uh, we mm. kind of glossed over him before, but uh, how's he looked? He's looked good, man. And I'm trying He's to bring up good. guys that we should be excited about, right? These are the guys. Yeah, yeah, around, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you should be excited about the Dexter Lawrence's and DeAndre Baker's. No question about it, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, you should be excited about it. Is another kid too? Uh, who, now, I shouldn't say standing out, but you watch him. You could tell the kid's got so much raw potential. And that's the X-Man. Yeah. You know? The X-Man is like a bullet off that edge. See, the X-Man reminds me a little bit of Carter, where Lorenzo Carter rushed to pass the last year yeah. and basically had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. You know, in this league, you can't just rush to pass her. You know, and go okay. I'll get you know. I'll get two pressures today and a, and a sack, whatever. I'll just blow right around this tackle. You know, no. You know, X Men is a little bit like that. Jerry, he's very raw. He's very quick, but he yeah. has to learn. He has to learn a lot. Yeah, know? imagine when he's put in, it's just going to point him to the quarterback and say, you know, go get him. And that's go get be him. it for <laughs> at least yeah. the first four to eight games, probably. Yeah, yeah, right. So you know, I was talking with Mike Dawson, the outside linebacker coach, that he was available to the media. You know, I was asking him about that. Was, you know, tell me about. The X-Man, you know, about what, you know, he, he basically said he's just straight ahead real quick off that edge, yeah. but, but he has a lot to learn. You know, right. it's all about technique, hand placement, all that, you know, um, and the more he improves in that, the better he'll get, you know, but the kid's got a ton of talent, Jerry, a ton of talent. Man. You know, we, we talk about it. The, we have a long way to go, but these two draft classes from Gettleman look pretty good short of, you know, Kyle Lalletta. But if he can find... Uh, you know, O'Shane Zimenez at Old Dominion and uh, Corey Ballantin at Washburn, and these guys turn into something mm. contributors. That's um, that's um, that's a hell of a job by the scouting department and Gettleman. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Jerry, I couldn't agree with you more. And by the way, our first round, you know, and, and, too. So, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Yeah, this Dexter Lawrence kid, Jerry. Yeah. Talk about a kid with an edge. Talk about a kid with an attitude. I got, you know, 
you know, you know, when he came out and people were like, he's just a big mountain of a kid and he's yeah. going to clog up that eight gap and all that crap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? Guess what? Guess where Betcha has him lined up a lot. On the edge. He's got him lined up on a five technique. That's awesome. Because you know why? He's got pass rushing moves. The kid's a, a kid's a powerhouse. He wings people around out there. Yeah. He's got some moves. I talked to Halapio about it, and he said the same thing. He goes, this kid, he's got some pass rushing moves. You got to keep an eye on this kid. We were so lukewarm that night they drafted him. Remember? We were like, oh, a nose tackle? Okay. Well, and that was on the heels of, of Daniel Jones, but it was like, right. oh, we need an edge rusher. What do we well, do? Well, yeah. Yeah, especially when that kid was still available. I think it was Burns, right? A sweat. Right? Sweat. Montez Sweat was still available. Yeah. Right. So Sweat was out there and they went with Lawrence. But you know what? He's taking it a little personal. I could tell just the way he talks, Jerry, that when, you know, he, he spoke to the media for the first time the other day and somebody asked him about, oh, you're a big, you know, you're basically, it was, the question was asked, uh, like, oh, you're a big kid. We don't expect much out of you in the pass rushing department. Why, why are you different? And he, he, I thought his response was great. He goes, well, you've never seen Dexter Lawrence. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, the kid's got a, a nasty little attitude about him, which you know me, Jerry. I love. Yep. Give me your kids with these nasty attitude. You know, Baker, DeAndre Baker's got. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. That little nasty attitude. Yeah, that's why I brought him up because you said Ballantin and Baker seem to have that. Yes. You know, um, Dexter Lawrence. He's got that nice little nasty attitude about him. You know, a couple of times I seen him, I seen him like give a, like guys on the offense a little bit of an extra elbow, a little bit of an extra arm, a little yeah. shove, you know, uh, after the whistle. You know, yeah. I like that. And that's you know, his, and those were his rookies too. Wait till they're like three year veterans. They're going to be brutal to deal with if you're on offense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and you know, uh, this Lawrence kid's been with the ones from the first day, man, with the first day. So I think they think really highly of him. And there's a kid to look out for Thursday night too, man. Good stuff, buddy. Um, before we get to the uh, the offense, let me give a uh, another shout out to our uh, to our sponsor, uh, the Media Captain. I want to thank him for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain, Jason Parks, is a big time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit themediacaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's themediacaptain.com. So the uh, the other burning question, Daniel Jones, uh, more ups than downs, I would say, probably based on your oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, Gatling oh, yeah. gun of uh, tweets about him and and uh, you know all <laughs> the tweets you gun. throughout the day. But um, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, it, ha- has that changed at all lately? I mean, what you said, but no. Betcher's throwing some things at him um, that are a little confusing, but it seems to be that he doesn't make the same mistake twice. Yeah, yeah, uh, he is way more ups and downs, Jerry. Way more ups and downs. You know, obviously he's you know, he's sometimes a little slower to read, but that's expected. You yeah. know, that's expected. But um, a very positive upside, man, with the kid. Uh, you know, there is that. There hasn't been one time, not one time, Jerry, have I stood on that sideline and questioned 
about why the Giants drafted this kid. I have to be honest with you. Now, here I am at draft night saying, what the hell we draft this kid for, right? It yes, went from that. Yes. It went from that to I'm on the sideline saying, not one time did I say, what the hell did they see in this kid? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you, said, about, you said that about another draft pick last year. Right. I uh, I did it about I said it about 40 times last year with Loletta. What the hell did they see in this kid? You know, by the way, Loletta's regressed. He looks worse He's this getting year. getting launched. <laughs> All right. He's, he looks worse this year, Loretta. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, I looked at, I look at him and there hasn't been one time yeah. where I've said, you know, I don't get it. What, what, what do they see here? You know? Yep. Um, so I, I guess that's positive, man. You know, he's made some mistakes. No question about it. He's had some picks, you know, but you have to understand something too, Jerry. He's had a couple of picks in a corner in the end zone, right? Balancing was one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Now, People, so some people are like, oh, he's getting, you know, he's forcing the ball in the corner. He's getting picked. Can't have that. Okay. Just, I uh, just want to tell everybody something now. Pat Shermer encourages quarterbacks in a training camp practice to force the issue a little bit. Okay. Yep. So he, it's a tight window. He kind of encouraged, go ahead, take the shot. It's training camp, it's a practice. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, even from the buffoon naysayers of him, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're admitting that he, while he, there's not a throw he doesn't try and make, he's very aggressive. So right. even the idiots who aren't watching and just say, you know, oh, well, he's struggling. Somebody wrote an article, oh, Daniel Jones is struggling. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, they, they even, even they, those idiots, have said he takes a lot of chances down the field. He's not afraid. Right. And Shermer is coaching this, Jerry. Yeah. He's telling Jones, take the shot in the corner. Okay? Uh, Now, he's not going to be doing that in a regular season game. What he's doing is that he's teaching aggressiveness. Okay? He has no problem with Jones taking a shot in the corner. Even though the corner's on the receiver, he's trying to get him to take it and throw it off his off shoulder, trying to get that reception in the corner. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So don't be that discouraged when you see that. You know, you have to tip your cap to the other side. You know, when a great pitcher gives up a home run, a lot of times the pitcher says, hey, I had to tip my cap to him. It was a good pitcher. guy hit it on your feet. Yeah. So like what the Yankees did to the Red Sox this weekend, right? Everything was like launched. Okay? Yeah. So you I'm, tip I'm your cap. I'm sorry. Ca- I didn't want to bring that up. Uh, yeah, it's all right. I love, I love Yankee fans that bring it up now, I though. I know. Last there, you got some tweets at you, buddy. Yeah, uh, but last week- not, not one or a text from me, pal. I avoid you. Well, that's because I don't. I didn't do it to you last week. I know, weekend, but, but I wouldn't do it to you. I don't but, do but, that with the Devils and the Rangers either. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so, so last, yeah, I know. So last, you know, uh, it's funny though how Yankee fans on Twitter. You didn't hear a word from last weekend, though, right? Chris, just so you know, I'm I'm worried about the Astros. They're not going to get past the Astros, so that's where my head is right now. Even if they split with the Red Sox, well, well, you're not going to get past the Astros. So, anyway, sorry. Yeah, Uh, split the Red Sox. What do you mean? I said even if they didn't sweep them and split with them, I'd say, well, the Yankees aren't going to get past the Astros anyway. So. Whatever. Aggravated still about that. But go ahead. Sorry, Paul. No? Okay. So, yeah, yeah. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. So, the point is that, you know, sometimes you got to tip your cap. A cornerback makes it a heck of a play on a ball, right? Yes. Um, so, that's what happened there. Um, so, don't be discouraged by that, Jerry. A couple of times, Jones has thrown balls that weren't the best of throws that could have been picked. Right. But that, that happens, bud. It happens, you know? So. Yeah. Our starter does that now and then. Uh, starter does that a lot. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, in all fairness, you like does throw a lot of balls. You're like, well, what'd you throw that ball for? You like, well, you know, so I got a real funny story. Um, true story. Friend of mine in 2012 uh, went into, he was in a, a luxury box and he, uh, it was against the Redskins. This was the Victor Cruz bomb. I took my kids to the game. It was the, uh, the first game they went to. And, you know, at the end of the game, it turned out great. Victor Cruz caught like an 80 yard or 70 yard bomb and they won. They beat the Redskins. But before that, Manning threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. And a buddy of mine right. goes into the bathroom, and I guess he just couldn't help himself. He sees Archie Manning in the stall, like, two away from him, or the urinal, two, two down from him. And he goes, what oh, the God. hell was he doing throwing to that guy? And Archie Manning turns to him and says, I got no idea, kid. <laughs> <laughs> really? He goes, he goes I couldn't oh, that's believe, a great goes, story. I couldn't believe that I couldn't control myself. I thought he was going to punch me. And I couldn't believe Archie looked at me and said, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I had no idea. So. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of get the feeling Archie said that a lot over his <laughs> career. <laughs> no, onward and upward, buddy. We're going to 4,500 yards this year. So, anyway, um, I was thinking before, <laughs> you know, Jones came from a school where nobody was drafted. I don't know if there's any free agents even making any teams uh, from Duke. But, you know, with the, in, with the injuries that the Giants have had at Sterling Shepard, and he's catching balls, too. Um, at least, what, on the side, Sterling Shepard? He's been, no, he's been on team drills, too, yeah, now. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like, Sterling Shepard's <laughs> he's out, fine. right? So, he's yeah, fine. It's, it's a bunch of crap. Uh, yeah. with, you know, with yeah. Corey, with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Corey Coleman with his ACL and, and Tate's yeah. playing out there. I mean, Jones must be looking at this like, wow, these guys are great. <laughs> like, look at the receivers I get to throw yeah. to now, you know? So, that's got to be part of it as well. Yeah. So the competition that he's going against yeah. is great compared to what he went against in college. But now, you know, on his team, he's like, holy crap, look at this line in front of me. Look at the running back behind me. Look at these, look at Benny Fowler out there. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Look at Benny <laughs> drop another one. No, no. Uh, so, my boy Benny. <laughs> and you know what, Jay? One guy I want to quick, I want to point out quickly, okay? Yeah. Um, Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. Um, he, this guy's the mentor. That's good. Okay? Man. Yeah. He's a, He's a 30-year-old veteran. He's eight years in the league. And, you know, what do you have? You have a bunch of kid, rookies and you got second-year men and all that out there in the second day. Yeah. And you know what? I've been watching Janoris a lot, okay? Yep. And he's always talking with these kids, man. You know? That's, that's awesome, man. He's always talking with them. They're over there and they're whispering in his ear and he's pointing things out. And he's doing this and this and that. So, um. I tell you what, man, he's been sharing his experience of the eight seasons, uh, seven seasons we know that he's played. This is his eighth year, you know, um, and he's been sharing his knowledge to these young kids, man. He's been a big help to them. Yeah, and you never know how that's going to work, right? You never know how yeah. that's going to go when you draft all these young corners. How's he going to react to it? Um, we thought he'd, he would, you know, mentor them. But at the same time, he's he's a higher salary, you know, and next year and I would, you've said it all along. Shermer loves this guy. So I, I would imagine if he has a good year, they're going to still try and keep him. So good for Janoris Jenkins. But, you know, one guy that I've looked over or glossed over too much lately is the, the best player on our team. And we talked about him a lot um, last year because he was all we had. I mean, it, it's not really being talked about much on Twitter because I think you're just expecting just greatness from him. But I mean, how's Saquon look in practice? I mean, we, I don't think we've discussed it once because we just uh, expect him to be ridiculous. Yeah, and, and if, you know, he's done some he's he's done some ridiculous moves in practice too, man. He kicks it outside, and and he's a vocal leader now. Yeah, I saw okay, that. he's yeah. 
He's taking over the face of the team. Uh, he's a you know on offense. He's you know he he just he goes over plays with everybody. Uh, you know, uh, one wheel route. I think I put it on Twitter. I don't remember, now, but a one wheel route that Rod. Uh, I'm going to get Launch Smith ran. He he kind of he kind of ran. You know, he kind of ran the wheel a little sloppy. Shermer kind of you know he called him out on him a little bit. Yeah, and then Saquon ran over to him, and, and he was like you know pointing and this and this and that, whatever he did wrong. Um, and he's just, a, you know, Jerry, what more could you ask for? You know, he's the best player on the team. He's the hardest working player on the team. He's vocal. He just wants to win, man. You know, I uh, couldn't ask for more. Yeah, you could just see the explosiveness, Jerry, the way he kicks it out and running. And, and, and you know, just, well, listen, with these additions on the right side of the line, the power guys, man, just run the ball, man. It was, it's going to be fascinating to see how many yards he gets this year. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see him, and I, I, I'm getting more and more excited about Thursday. I can't wait to see these guys, especially the second stringers, the rookies. You just pray for no injuries, but I don't. I mean, I wouldn't even play Saquon Thursday. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I wouldn't play him at all in the preseason. He yeah. knows how to run. He knows where to follow the blocks. Right. Um, that's good. We're good. We don't need to might not. do anything with him. I don't want to see him at all. Um, you want to suit him up just for show? Go ahead. But if he wears street clothes, I don't care. Give the ball to Wayne Gallman. Give the ball to Rod Smith. Give the ball to Paul Perkins. Stay the hell off the field, yep. one. So we know. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to see him, Jerry. I don't know if you're going to see him. You know. Yep. You might not. But, so before we get to the buffoons, because this one's going to be a little more extended. Um, my buffoons extended because I have a lot to say about it. Uh, anything else you want to point out heading into Thursday's game? Um. No. Uh, listen, we're thin. With 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 thin with tackles, swing tackle. Yeah. Wheel has been all right. Yeah. Um, Mahalik is another tackle. Big yeah. George is out with the concussion protocol, so he's he's behind a little bit now. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on that. You know when the twos get out there, because somebody's gonna have to come off this bench. Right now it's Wheeler, but I have to be honest with you, Jerry. I mean I'm not really crazy the way Wheels looked in this preseason. So, so uh, excuse me. Don't even uh, just <laughs> one series and goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, um, so, um, so, so real quick, right tackle is not even a competition. Remmers is the guy. Remmers is the guy. It's not even a competition. Wow. Yep. Remmers is the guy. Uh, will, will be coming off the sideline, and I'm not even crazy the way he looks in the training camp. I have to be honest with you. Um, so you know, Mahalik's over there. They're very thin, Jerry. If something happens to Remmers or or, or Solda, it's going to be a very very difficult situation. You know, Will somewhat hold his own. Like he did last year, but um, I'll, you know, let's see him in the preseason. You know, you know, hopefully he does play better in the preseason games because I haven't. I'm not crazy the way he's looked in training camp. All right, buddy, let's get the buffoons because, like I said, mine's a, a little extended. This yeah, man, get go run with it. So, uh, you know, thanks to our buffoon followers, our good buffoons, um, we get a lot of hey, this guy could be your buffoon of the week. Somebody sent a, uh, a hey, Jerry, can I, Jerry, can I say something quickly? Absolutely. Jerry, in the media room, so many, a few people called to me and go, that buffoon of the week is classic. No kidding, really? <laughs> and, then, and then they say to me, God, I hope I'm never all buffoon of the week. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, we're doing yeah, giant reporters. We just can't do that. That's funny, man. That's awesome. I know a couple. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Dad. By the way, I'm picking up a couple shirts for guys tonight. I know two. You said two want them. They want buffoon crew yes. shirts, which is awesome. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, spoiler alert. One of them is Patty Trainer, which is great. So she's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. So our our Twitter followers are awesome. Uh, you know, 
aside from downloading us and tweeting at us all day, you know, they'll send us who we think, who they think should be a buffoon. And, you know, the easy one is always Francesa. Um, we have some repeat <laughs> offenders. Yeah. We, should, yeah. we should actually put a statue uh, of uh, Mr. Buffoon. But someone named Jay Busby uh, from Yahoo Sports tweeted this. The NFL's most tortured fan bases. If you know someone rooting for any of these teams, please give them a hug. They probably need one from me. And he spelled probably probably to be funny, I guess, or cool. So, number 10. And I'll go through them real quick because I want to comment on each one. 10, the Raiders. Okay, good one. Probably should be higher. I would put them towards 5. But anyway, number 9, the Packers. That's a stupid one. How the hell is that fan base tortured? They don't even belong anywhere near this list. 8 is the Vikings. Uh Yeah, that's tortured because they only get close and they don't win. Four Super Bowl losses, conference championships, they get blown out. Um, Again, probably should have been higher. 7, 49ers. I I guess lately, but I don't know. They have a history of, uh, you know, Joe Montana. The 80s were incredible for them. The 90s were good. Some decent years in the 2000s. But okay, you want to put it? I don't care. Bengals, very good pick. Should be, again, top three. Lions, yes, torture. Number five. Number four is the Falcons, and this guy's from Atlanta. That's a good one, but it should be higher also. I would have put them top two because you can't lose that that Super Bowl the way you did and not be completely tortured. I mean, offensive coordinator, Matty uh, Slush, not Matty Ice. He's Matty Slush because he can't win a big game. Um, You know, that was their fault. They should have just held the ball longer and let the the clock go down to, you know, 0.1 seconds before they called hike. They would have won that game. Number three, Redskins. Okay, fine. They're tortured. They haven't done anything in forever. Number two, the Jets. Probably deserve number two. Um, and not a knock at Jets fans, not a knock at the Jets, but Jets fans will tell you we're completely tortured, right? They haven't won a Super Bowl yeah. since Namath. How are they not number one? Okay, fine. You know who is number one? The New York football giants. Oh. You know what, Jay Busby? A lot of pride here, buddy. You have no idea about this fan base. No one's tortured. They love, we love this team. Tortured? We've gone through six of seven years of not making the playoffs. But before that, we had two incredible Super Bowl runs. We had the 80s, part of the 90s where we were pretty good. You know, the, the Giants season ticket list was 30 plus years forever. Probably closer to 50 if you, were, if you just never badgered them and never bothered them and actually waited to get your tickets, okay? So to be a tortured fan base, you have to have little to no success for a long time. And yeah, the Giants have had some heartbreaking losses, but number one in tortured fan bases, Jay, you're probably a nice guy, but that is the dumbest list I've ever seen because you put the Giants at one. How in the hell are the Atlanta Falcons, the Minnesota Vikings and the Jets not higher than the Giants who really shouldn't be on the list? I'd say, yeah, okay, six of seven years, not making the playoffs, put us at 15, 20, whatever. But one, that is terrible. That's disgraceful. Giant fans are better than that. You're better than that. We're all better than that. We love this team. Sundays are giant days, Jay. And you're my buffoon of the week. Can I I mention another franchise that probably should be 1 or 1A? Yeah. How about the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, that's something. Yes. Yes. They lost the Super Bowl four years in a row. Yes, and they lost one with a uh, you know a, a, a wide right. So they lost the Super Bowl four years in a row. Haven't been close since, and they're not a top two tortured fan base. Haven't made the playoffs since when? Ninety eight, something like ninety nine. I think ninety nine. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, no, they made it a couple years ago in the last game there with Kyle Williams. A couple years, yeah, right. Right. I mean, are you kidding me? 
Yeah, dude. Huh? That's right, they did. Yeah, no, dude, you're right. You're 100% right. How the hell are the Bills not on that list? Oh, and, man. And how are the Packers, how are the Packers the ninth most tortured? How are the Packers tortured? I have no clue, man. Uh, uh, that is, how are the Giant fans? Listen, we've been disappointed. I mean, people have been disgusted and pissed. But tortured? But tortured? It's terrible. Terrible list. Sorry, Jay. Oh, that, that is a buffoon list, Jerry. Yep. Good buffoon of the week, bud. I mean, that is totally off Thank base. Thank you, Twitter followers, for pointing that out to me. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. I don't know how he doesn't have Buffalo 1A or 1. I really don't. <laughs> right. I mean, they have to be more tortured than the Jets because the Jets have never even been in it. You know what, dude? How about the Dolphins? What have they done since wow, the Dolphins have a 1 since Bob Greasy days. Right. How about Miami? Yeah, they could be on there too. Holy There's crap. a lot of teams, man. Yeah. I mean, not the Giants, man. That's not a tortured fan base, stupid. right? Stupid. Yeah, it's just uneducated uh, column there. You know, really stupid. Um, all right. You, are you done, bud? I am done. Go ahead, pal. Okay, my buffoon of the week is going to be this dude, Michael David Smith, who writes for Pro Football Talk. Okay? Yep. He tweeted back at somebody, Eli Manning is going to get in, meaning the Hall of Fame, someday, and if you change two plays from his two NFC Championship games, he wouldn't even be remotely close. That's wrong okay. on so many levels. Okay, first off, I I think he might mean Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I would think. Okay, I don't know if Michael Davis Smith's aware of this, but the championship game, the conference championship game, and the Super Bowl is two different games. Right. Okay? Um, I guess he's talking about the Tyree and the Manningham catch, but now you could say a lot of things about Eli, and you, could, and you could make the argument he don't belong in. He's got like around a 500 career record and all that, right? <coughs> yep. Okay, so you, I'll, I'll listen to you when somebody wants to make the argument that Eli Manning does not belong in the Hall of Fame. And, and, and listen, it's a fair argument, okay? But to say the two plays in the NFC Championship games, which I'm sure this buffoon means Super Bowl, okay? But let's, get, let's talk about the championship games, Jerry, okay? Yeah. Let's talk about <clears throat> 2007. Uh, let's talk about 07. Let's talk about divisional uh, a championship game in 07, minus 30-degree weather, if I recall correctly, right? Yep, yep. Throwing the ball all over the lot to Plaxico Burris, okay, in that type of condition. Yep. I'll say to this day, probably Eli's greatest game. That and, okay, since you want to talk about NFC championship games, which I don't – the buffoon doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about, Okay. Um, 2011, going into San Francisco, we've discussed this before, Jerry. We, Eli Manning was making throws, and he was catching a beating yeah. out there. Yeah, taking a beating. Right? Yep. He was taking a beating out there. Okay? So Eli Manning has had a lot of good moments. Without the two throws, Tyree, okay, that, you know, that's like saying, you know, Montana went out to throw to Rice. I, I don't know what he's getting at, but he did make the throws, right? Yeah, did he get lucky with Tyree? Do that, like you can't say those right. things. If he didn't do this, if Ted Williams didn't bat four or six, then he would have never batted four hundred. <laughs> what? Uh, Come on, man. Listen, did he get lucky with the Tyree play? Yeah, but how about the Manningham? I guess obviously that's the other play he's talking about. The Manningham throw was a 
Hall of Fame type throw, Best right? Best throw of any quarterback I've ever seen. Sorry. I'll put that okay. throw up against anybody. So it was a Hall of Fame, right. It's a Hall of Fame type throw. Um, so you can't say, you can't look at a quarterback and say, well, if he didn't have these two throws, he wouldn't have made the Hall of Fame. Eli is, I believe now, sixth or seventh in total yardage, right? Sixth, I think, yeah. It's sixth? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. Uh, I know his win-loss, win I think he's like six or seven games all over 500, whatever it might be. Um, he hasn't made the playoffs the last few years. We know that. A lot of different you know, things go into that, too. But to say he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame using that argument is totally and completely buffoonery. Oh, by the way, you're right. He is seventh. Yeah. Yep. Seventh? Okay. Yep. Yep. Total and complete buffoonery. It's asinine, and you know, it's pro football talk. You know, enough said. Yeah, they put out some weird things. I don't know if they're trying to be legit or like but, barstool. I don't understand what they do sometimes. They put out some weird or a combination. Ones. Yeah. Yeah, but you just be like, what the hell story is this? And then they try to create their own news. But well yeah. done, pal. Um, great job. Anything else? No, that's it. Um, I guess we'll do Friday. We'll talk yeah, we'll about the Friday game night. Thursday we'll night. The, talk about the uh, the Giants Jets game from Thursday. Uh, we'll talk about that Friday. We'll go over what we saw and uh, who we liked. So that way, I know everybody wants their uh, podcast for Friday mornings. But you know what, guys? Um, we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it Friday night for the weekend. So, and then we'll do. Um, by the way, we'll do the live podcast. We we're going to do it tomorrow. Logistically, it wasn't going to work with practice. We're going to do that next Tuesday, come hell or high water. So. The 13th is the live podcast uh, from the parking lot. So I apologize, but the, the way that the schedule was, it wasn't going to work for tomorrow. And I sent a tweet about that earlier today. So, all right, folks, if you want to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download our app, The Giant Insider app from the App Store. Uh, I can't wait to finally watch this team play in preseason. Chris, I know you're excited. Yep. You'll, you, will, will you yep. be there in the press box Thursday? Yes, I will, sir. Nice. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Enjoy the game.